welcome to Just Weebs. Uh, it is not the Weebies, but you know, I had to play that intro again. Uh, I'm Onimaru, and I'm here with Shocking. Hey, yo. And today, you might be thinking, like, isn't award season over? Why are they still talking about awards? Well, not just yet, because Crunchyroll this week just released their awards show, or just the announcement of the winners, which, you know, I actually mentioned it to Shah beforehand because we were like planning, like we're thinking like, oh, we might just react to the award show, kind of become like something, every, you know, everyone kind of does every year, like dunk on them. Uh, but, you know, I like saw on their page that they were like, we're going to announce our winners at this time on this day. And I'm like, that seems weird. That doesn't seem like a show. That means like they're just going to drop the winners on their page. And lo and behold, Wednesday comes and they just literally just tweeted out a video like, hey, here are the winners. We're done. Leave us the fuck alone. Bye. <laughs> it's really funny because, okay, so I can think of like legitimate reasons as to why they did it for like, you know, COVID still being a thing, their merger with Funimation, like not enough, you know, just not enough time or energy to actually put on a full on award show. But I like the meme that reason that could actually be a legitimate reason, which is, as you said, everyone dunks on them every year. And they constantly get shit for it. So I could see them just being like, you know what? You guys complain about this shit every year. Just take it. Just take the winners and move on. So. That's that's what I want to think it is. And, yeah. it's, and if we're like going to compare, uh, if we're going to compare like uh, the Crunchyroll Awards kind of being on an upwards trajectory of just, you know, kind of improving every year. Maybe this was the year they were like, you know what? The, the awards show format is just dragging us down. Let's just they just want to know the winners. Let's just get to the point. Give it to them and be done. Yeah. Um, as that said the re YouTube rewind strategy. Yeah. Like everyone I, has I, opinions, everyone hates it, so we're just not going to do it. Yeah, and I think like I think it's it's also that I mean I I do think it could be COVID. It could be the the merger, like you said, of, of mm -hmm. Funimation and Crunchyroll. Other other factors that you know might not seem like the low hanging fruit of like everyone dunks on us and like let's just like end it. Or it could just just be that. But um, you know, uh, good on them if if they just decided more power to us to just kind of move on from it. Um, yeah, so there was one other thing I was going to say about it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the winners were themselves that they released were okay, but I think a lot of people were still kind of dissatisfied. What do, what do you think, Shaw? Um, I did a whole thread like reviewing them, which is like so extra and probably undermines our podcast as usual. Me tweeting undermining our podcast ideas, uh, another, another, another one, but I it's think okay. It's I'm keeping score. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I said that to Onimaru, so that's why it's like my own medicine. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry, I'm keeping score. Um, no, so like, I think it's kind of 50-50. So like the way I evaluate if an award is, award winner is good, is not just like if I would pick it, but if I think it's fitting. Because you know how like, we went over the awards with Sinners and Moz, and there were a lot of awards where we're like, okay, this is my favorite, but I think it's fair if any of these guys win it. You know, yeah. so it's not always just about the one you want to win. It's like, who do you think could also be deserving of it? Yeah. So that's how I evaluate if I think an award winner is justified or warranted. Mm -hmm. And it was about 50, 50, 50 percent were like pretty good picks, even if they weren't my picks. And the other 50 were like not deserving, probably shouldn't have been there. And they just got there because of the popularity vote. So, yeah, I mean. A lot of them were like those votes. I got, I kind of wasn't bothered too much by them just because like I expected them. It was more yeah. like, I'm not happy with them, but it's like, yeah, you knew this was going to win. Like, come on, like uh, in terms of popularity. But uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised with stuff that did get recognized, like Odd Taxi stuff. I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. Odd Taxi got something like that's surprising, you know, or like that's good. So yeah. I couldn't be 
too mad at it. So again, like you said, 50-50. The one thing I was going to say in terms of the award show itself and not having an award show this year is like, I feel like in general, in terms of our community and, and uh, you know, our kind of weeb like subculture or whatever that we have kind of overseas, and you might disagree with me, but I think it's not conducive to having an award show that's like not easy to dunk on. I think by nature, we're very self-deprecating of our mm -hmm. own kind of yeah. hobby and thing we enjoy. And it's understandable because we're like, it's not really like, we're kind of, I don't want to say appropriating, but we're like, it's not, it's not something that came out of the West. So it's already by nature, something mm -hmm. from another culture that we're trying to kind of get into and trying to understand. Yeah. And because it's not inherently ours, our way of kind of coping with that is kind of like making fun of it or making fun of like being too into it. So then if we try to make it into this whole like legitimate awards show, it's just like, there's no easy way to like do that in a way that's not cringy. That doesn't come off as, as cringy or something that is easy to kind of make fun of. And I'm speaking here in terms of presentation. I know it also comes down to the winners, but in terms yeah. of the presentation. Um, might be a hot take on my part, but I always liked the Crunchyroll Awards ceremony, no matter what they did. Like, I always had fun watching it. I think it was cool. Um, I think they used to have, like, a bunch of different, like, Crunchyroll representatives who would, like, be kind of like the MCs of the awards. And then I think they ended up focusing on this guy, Tim, who was, like, really likable, really fun. And he ended up being, like, the master of ceremonies. And I always thought he did a really good job. I mean, I had fun with it. I like when they bring on different kind of guests and then, like... You know, they announce the winners and kind of give their two cents on it. Like, I mean, there are some cringe here and there. But fun fact, the first time I heard about Odd Taxi was last year's Crunchyroll Awards. They had a whole promo for it. So oh, wow. and I think there's some good uh, there's some good use for it because like they do have those instances where they reach out to like the actual animators, directors, like actual anime industry, you know, individuals and they could get their cameos on there like yeah i think that's pretty cool and that's something crunchyroll can do that like unfortunately as of this year maybe next year the weebies could not do you know yeah yeah and no that's definitely a, like a, a good take a good perspective on it so i don't know am i actually in the minority because is people's problem with and chat you can weigh in as well is people's problem with the crunchyroll awards mostly come down to just the award winners and who's represented or is it actually a mix it's a package of the the presentation and the the winners and and is it that is it both or is it literally just i'm misunderstanding and it's literally just really what wins i feel like there has to be some kind of word for explaining that there's something that I feel like there has to be a German word for this kind of like like Schrodenfraud, but like a different yeah. word to describe something where you actually like it, but you only want to complain about it. And I think that's like an instance where or like a feeling or impulse that I've had and many others have for many things. And I think it can apply to stuff like YouTube Rewind and the Crunchyroll Awards where like even if most of the time people kind of complain about it, I think people do actually still enjoy watching about it and enjoy the whole spectacle of it. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm in the minority. Got it. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I can't tell, like you like the awards or you're like, I like them because they're inherently cringy. Uh, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm whatever about them. I don't really okay. care. Uh, like, I don't even think I ever really sat down. I got always watch bits and pieces. I think I sat down through the awards uh, like fully for like the past two years. Um, and then the rest was like bits and pieces. Um, and it was okay. There were just some parts that were like, okay, this is definitely, this is definitely cringy. <laughs> this yeah, is like, but, but as you said, the anime community 
is kind of inherently cringy. Like cringe is at the core. We cannot escape the cringe, no matter how much we try. It's true. I think, you know, saying we're just weaves is inherently <laughs> cringy. By the way, Crunchyroll, feel, feel free to hire us next year if you want to suggest run the awards show. We can do it. A very the low Weeby budget. Awards brought to you by Crunchyroll. <laughs> very low budget, all on stream. We got this. Just feel Look free to the reach backgrounds. out. No yeah. green screen right now. Yeah, just ignore this. that it says controversy in the back. That's just a joke. You is know, that what it's it part, says? I didn't it even says see, controversy. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't even notice. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was pointing it out. I thought I was like, what? Do you, I it's like, oh, crunchy roll. Um, no, no, I did that for a, a video once, and I was like, oh yeah. And so I was like, I, I modified the text to just say con uh, controversy. That's funny. Oh my god. It was during uh, uh the Shield Hero stuff. That's why. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Well, what a fun time! I'm so glad Shield Hero is coming back. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. Yeah. That was but I don't like, I know a lot of people like to dunk on Crunchyroll in general for a lot of things. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes I think we're, we're, we have the right to like as consumers, but for the most part, I don't actually have a problem with Crunchyroll. I feel like if I compare it back to, uh, how anime was back in the day in terms yeah. of not as accessible, like, or you have to go buy DVDs and it was just completely different. Like the things we complain about now are mostly stuff that are just like really, really convenient and kind of easily at our fingertips. So it's sort of just, yeah. you know, I yeah. mean, Crunchyroll will always be not that bad because their player actually works unlike Funimation. Like I cannot complain enough about Funimation and how their player doesn't work. So no one, no one tells Shaw that Funimation and Crunchyroll might merge and uh, <laughs> we might inherit their player. So Can you imagine if that's the one thing they keep from Funimation? Yes. Like, I know Funimation's parent company bought Crunchyroll, so I assume it'll be, like, more advantageous to Funimation. But if they keep the Funimation player, imagine just being like, yeah, we're going to buy them and then go back in time 20 years in terms of technolo technological advancement. Like, actually bad. Um, yes. So, Gustavo mentioned that. Fun fact, Germans do love to complain. Half German live up to that, as, as evident of right now. I didn't know that. So now yeah. I know. Note to self. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So they said the Funimation app on PS5 is great, but it barely works on PC. I have it. I have a PS5, so I'm going to test that out later today. I will confirm or deny, but. Okay. Um, we got a few comments regarding the question of like, how do people actually feel about the Crunchyroll Awards in general? And um, uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, so C5-2G said they did miss the live show um, and they hope that it wasn't all of the shit that got that made them quit and that it's just more memeable and the salt is great during a live show. I agree. Like when you're in the Twitch chat and everyone is just spamming things, I think that's just really fun. Yeah. I mean, I remember the the meme from like the first year of the Crunchyroll Awards. It was like, you know, because Gigak had to kind of get up on stage and speak and then he just kind of like people like freeze frame the shot and like do it in black and white and he just looks so miserable yeah. like up on stage. Yeah. I would look so nervous too in front of all those people at like live. I would, I'd be nervous. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're weebs, man. We're not designed to kind of go out and touch grass. Come on. We're not built for this. Um, built and for then that. Amethyst said the only thing people love more than seeing awards is dunking on awards. I think that's pretty much what I was thinking too. Like people like watching awards, but they do like complaining about them more. It gives us something to talk about. It's the, the cultural, you know, conversation because imagine if like an award show happened everybody was happy and that's it like there was nothing to talk about it just was like it happened that night and then no one ever mentioned it again then I, you know do you think the last award show people were happy with was when parasite won at the oscars and that was ah. 2019 i think that was like the last time we were happy before covid 
I think that gotcha. was like the end. That's, that that's the literally the, the last time we were all happy collectively a, as a culture. That's the last time we felt happiness as a society. Yeah. I, you know, I don't even, I think I even missed that Oscars and I hadn't watched Parasite back then. So I probably would have been happy too. I watched it right after and I was indeed happy that it won. Very good movie. Yeah. Great movie. Um, so should we get into talking about the big topic at hand, which is because we covered this year. I don't know if we have more to say on kind of the winners this year, but in general, now that kind of like, I feel like this is uh, the end of an era for now, so, assumedly, Yeah. because no more, no more award show format. So the question Unless is, they go back to it next year, we yeah, don't know. Then but all of this it, for going back next year. Yeah. But so what essentially started this is because I see the sentiment both ways with like the latest award. Is this awards worse than ever or is it better than ever? So then it brings up the question, were the awards ever really good or were they always bad? Were the, Was there like one year where they were ever good or is the format just so inherently flawed that it'll never really be good, so to speak? So yeah. that made us, that inspired us to go back in time and see how every award did since 2016. And I know a lot of people in the anime community now were not around back in 2016, but we both were. So we yes. remember how it was. <laughs> was that your, uh, technically like almost like your first year really like into anime? Or were you already sort of like, cause you, you uh, told me you got into it, like really into it around then. Yeah, so I think the first season that I really kept up with and like, you know, really as in like five, watched five seasonal shows was, oh, fall 2015. Okay. So that was like One Punch Man season. Um, I forget what else was airing that was big that time. I know they had Noragami season two. Uh, I guess Shiro Baka was that year. Yeah. But like that essentially tracks, yeah. that. And then my first I guess my second, oh, Unlimited Blade Works 2015. So it was like around that time. And then the big the big year for me was 2016. So I've seen like a decent amount of shows from 2016. So I felt like I could weigh in on the awards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. And then you watched the awards that year, of course, right? I think I did. I don't think they had an award show. I think that uh, they, they had they had 2017, which was really for the 2016 shows. I'm just looking yeah. here at the past winners. I might um, not have seen that, but I forget how the award show went for that. I well, remember but, how the awards went. Okay, well let's let's just pull it up. Uh, do you want me to pull it up or? Yeah, sure. Okay, let me just. We're gonna go into uh, the past winners and we're gonna judge them. If I can just share my screen. Uh, share and screen. I think this year, tw 2017 awards, aka. 2016 anime um this was only popular vote they didn't have judges it was only fan voting because it was the first time they tried it it was essentially just a bunch of polls on the crunchyroll website and um yeah this was the yuri on ice awards uh yeah. as it was dubbed that year which was most of the because i don't think i actually again watched the show for this i just heard the reactions which were people being annoyed. Uh, I don't think Yuri on Ice's reputation in the West ever recovered since this awards. And I think it was like, honestly, really sad because it was a really big show of like the outcry was a huge show of like half of the people were genuinely unhappy with the awards because they didn't think the quality of the anime was up to par specifically like best animation in the same year that Mob Psycho 100 came out. Very fair complaint. But there was a lot of like really misogynistic homophobic complaints of like, well, like girls on Tumblr just voted for it because guys hot kind of logic, 
which yeah. as I'm sure everyone has seen, we've seen the exact same thing from the other point of view happen many times. But I just thought like a lot of the complaints were really disappointing, you know, because like it was very unconstructive. Yeah, like it was just weird kind of seeing the reaction. Cause I, I remember while it was airing kind of everyone was down for the show that I saw in the community. Mm-hmm. People were enjoying it. It was a good time. Uh, they really thought the characters, at least in the first few episodes, were like pretty well written. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was a big so, show. It's, yes, um, I wasn't surprised that it, you know, got awards. So, yeah. And, um, and I'm not against like people complaining about it winning. I mean, like, as you guys can know, like, you know, big, big complainer over here. And I think there are a lot of very fair criticisms towards this award. I was just not happy with the type of complaints I saw. Like, yeah. you can tell too, like, the way people complained about it, it was very much like trying to invalidate every type of person who wasn't them voting for it. Yeah, because they got best ending, best opening, best animation, uh, best couple, best boy. Uh, I don't know if heartwarming scene was from Yuri on Ice. I think that is. That was the one where they kissed. And then anime of the year. So it got like a ton of the awards. And it being the first award show, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that that part of part of that's the the was was the disappointment so um. yeah and to be fair there's a lot of big anime that came out that year like mob psycho season one came out the first my hero academia season came out um jojo part four had come out um i'm trying to think of other big ones uh erased came out but that that was big i guess it got best drama but um there were a lot of big contenders but it is also the case where you know yuri on ice was a fall 2016 show the award started in fall 2016. So it was also had that airing bias of like oh. voting was going on when the show was airing. Yeah. So. And uh, let's see. Uh, and Haikyuu came out then, but Haikyuu versus Karasuno uh, season three, pretty much, which was really good. Yeah. I don't know how this is not on here. Well, um, it is a popularity thing. And a lot of people just don't watch sports anime, which is also why your and ice was such a unique situation because it was a lot of people's for- first sports anime. First time so- they had followed that. Is it really true that a lot of people don't watch sports anime? I thought they would because sports anime could lean a little more, uh, you know, just to be blunt, like normie. Um, you would think, but there's a lot of, I think it's the kind of barrier of the premise where people are like, well, why would I want to watch an anime about sports if I, you know, it's not real sports or like they don't find the subject matter interesting. It's not always just sports. It's like, why would I want to watch a show about ping pong? Why would I want to watch a show about volleyball? I don't find volleyball interesting. I could understand that line of thinking, but I guess I've never had that issue because I felt, I've always felt uh, that anime has always had the transformative capacity to make any sport or anything just really, really interesting if done, if executed well. Yeah, but that's because you're like, I mean, to put it bluntly, like a smart person who's oh seen more God. than you show. <laughs> okay. anime. So, like, I mean, of- no, but like even even in my in my dumber days when I was like a lot younger, I like what maybe that maybe that's why I was a new anime fan and I was just like wanting to watch anything that came out. So I was pretty unbiased. So I would just watch anything. And one yeah. of the first ones I was exposed to was like, well, Initial D, which is like racing and, and drifting, uh, street that, racing. The and best. then Hajime no Ippo boxing. So I'm like, yeah, um, I think. Ari points it out really well. Haikyuu is pretty popular, but sports anime has a weird stigma, so it's not super mainstream. And that's what I've seen a lot of where, like, once you get people watching a sports anime, they totally get it and they vibe with it. It's just that initial barrier where you have to convince them to watch something about a topic they don't find interesting. Yeah. 
I got you. I yeah, makes sense. But um, so you you should just give yourself a pat on the back for being open minded, not biased, and just like getting the vibes. I'll take the compliment. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Tommy in the chat mentioned CR Awards results aren't actually that bad. They're just Normie Awards. When you check the results of Anime Corner and Anime Trending site, uh, it's totally a different world. I saw the Anime Trending Awards too, and funny enough, I probably like the Crunchyroll <laughs> Awards more. But it just depends, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, so pretty much this was the year on ice year. I don't really think it was a bad year. I just think, you know, obviously, um, I mean, like they could have tried to have a little more, um, like diversity, like in terms of like reaching out to other, like trying to give like, uh, you know, a shout out to other anime that were pretty good that year. Cause there were, yeah. as you mentioned, other good contenders. So yeah, I'm looking up, uh, yeah. And I think it's, which yeah, I think so they've, they've improved on. I think they've the improved. Now. They've learned from this lesson that they should try to do they should try to do a different format. This was definitely a learning year. Um, yeah, and you know, they definitely had much less categories here. They've they've kind of made it they expanded on them over the years, so. Mhm. Mm All right. Yeah, but so well, here's the next year. So this is 2017 anime covered in 2018. All right, let's do that. And this is the year made in abyss one. The only good anime of the year winner. I'm well, so excited. Yeah, well, I actually really enjoyed Girls Last Tour, so I'm glad to see it up here. Is um, this the first and last year they had a best slice of life category? I think so. I, best I don't think sequel? I've... They had best continuing series? They had best sequel? Um, so this is also like a bit indicative of the My Hero Academia Awards, which would continue on for many years. So Because you, you get best boy, best girl, best opening, um... Best animation, best action. Um, yeah, yeah, so they're kind of dominating like 50% of the awards. Best I, hero. You know with best hero, it's really just like which My Hero Academia character. Yeah. No, like, no, who, exactly. What other show has heroes? Yeah. Uh, I it, This is like a pretty tongue-in-cheek category. Just mm -hmm. like, eh, best hero. But like, I feel like in order to not let My Hero Academia dominate, they were like, all right, let's make up other categories to just honor these shows and just, you know. Like, so, cause like best CGI. <laughs> I, yeah, I think. I mean, uh, it did. It did have the best. It I, did. They're uh, like, you could tell they're like, okay, we really need to give Land of the Lustrous an award, and this is the only way. So let's yeah, give them best CGI. Yeah, and someone and else think, just literally just said the same thing in the chat. Yeah, I feel like yeah. best CGI. Yeah. Or did you just read that? Sorry. I did read that, and then I I did essentially paraphrase that. Thank you, C five TG. Um, Sorry for being redundant. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Um. Yeah, I think that's just so funny. Um, yeah, if they had best romance, I think Suki Gakiri would win, but probably should have that probably should have happened. Um, but yeah, so this is actually, I you know, my 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 Hero Academia opinions aside, I think this is a pretty indicative representation of how people felt about 2017 anime. Yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty accurate. Um, you know, just because My Hero Academia season two was at its height that year that was like the peak of the series for a lot of people and i think that's when most fans felt the most favorably towards it yeah i you know i still see people talking about season two i mean i think so i thought season two was a very very strong season when i caught up i was like this is amazing you know like seeing it animated so um i don't blame people because mostly uh the descent started around uh season three you know people really started not being happy with it like in season three yeah onward season three onward yeah and I think it did. Ha this was the year where um, 
I think my it was kind of a meme from like Moz and where he says a. Uh, my Hero Academia invented something because it, just because it's funny like discourse. But I do think My Hero Academia invented the trend of a really impressive piece of animation going viral on Twitter and then people checking the show out because of it, which is part of the reason Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen have gotten as big. So this yeah. was the year where like that well, became was, a trend. This was definitely the most spam scene was Todoroki versus uh, Deku, Deku. That exploding yeah. ice and, uh, you know, kind of... Well, ice fire and yeah segment yeah uh, and it looks great a, yeah it did uh they had a best manga category huh that's kind of cool a, that is cool why, why did that leave I, that uh, again feels like all right we want to represent this one thing let's just throw up this category that we're probably never going to have again i think this was when crunchyroll started like having manga as something you could read on there and that's yeah. probably gone away since then uh i think they still have it but or maybe yeah. they don't i don't know the the manga reader for that thing has always been super wonky. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have heard good things about this manga. And I remember when this ceremony came out, everyone was afraid My Hero Academia would win Anime of the Year. And everyone was cheering like nonstop when it was Made in Abyss. And I do think Made in Abyss is a good Anime of the Year winner. Yeah, it's crazy because I didn't even watch Made in Abyss that year. I watched it at like in January. Like I was just catching up on all the anime that I heard were were good that year. And I was like watching them all at once. And it was amazing. I think this was a really strong year. And my top three were Made in Abyss, Land of the Lustrous, and Girls Last Tour. And they're all here. So I'm happy. Yep. I'm going to throw in Made in Abyss into that. And then we're square. Yeah. I mean, sorry, I not Made in Abyss. I'm stupid. <laughs> Your name. Ugh. <laughs> I will throw your throw name into that. Made an abyss into the maiden abyss category. Huh. <laughs> uh, so top four for me. Uh, I mean, Maja's Bride was good too, but you know. I did, I dropped that because I thought it was really boring. But I like Miss uh, Dragon Maid, and I liked Suki Gakiri. So there was a strong. Yeah, it was, it was a really a strong year, year across really many year. genres, which is cool. Yeah, uh, even March comes in like a lion is in here. So podcast favorite anime get our guests favorite series i feel like that's our our meme favorite anime yeah you know because how much uh people have just <laughs> tried to tear it down that's so it's so funny because you're gonna go into it and you're probably either gonna love it or be like you know guys you guys need to chill on this <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna be like you know what i feel like this show insists upon itself this yeah, th this insists upon it. That it, it kind of that's like kind of fair actually. That's a fair I, thing. To I'm say. not. I'm just literally just copying Tay. I don't know. I have to see and 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 watch it. It depends on how much you like the shaftness. Uh, you know, I'm not like. I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed the shaftness in Monogatari, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I think that's uh the the 2017 anime covered in 2018. Yeah. And I think like marginal improvement. I I don't think it's bad. You know, definitely. I think it's big pretty, improvement in terms of made it abyss winning. So. I think it's I would call it good to very good, despite My Hero Academia dominance. I think the my thing is like so. It's fitting that My Hero Academia dominated this year because that's how I felt it was in the community. Like I feel like it was a very My Hero Academia year. So that's fitting, even if it doesn't completely line up with like my picks. But is this the is this the year where they started calling it the My Hero Academia Awards, or was that yeah. the following year? Okay. No, this is year. All this right. is it. So, but funny enough, you'll notice people didn't complain about it as much because they didn't view it as gay friendly as Yuri on Ice. So it wasn't as much of an issue for people, true. which is also like reflects on how a lot of the Yuri on Ice complaints were like like homophobic in nature. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so definitely a big improvement. Uh, yeah. Going on to 2019, 
Oh, I remember this year. This is the 2018 anime. Yes. Those two years were really strong years in anime, 2017 okay. and 2018. Am I allowed to hot take it? Is Am I allowed to drop a hot take? Why is it right after I say something? <laughs> no, okay. I was, I was before, and then you're, this was a good lead-in. This was a good year. Okay. Okay, it wasn't you. So 2018 <laughs> is like so many people's favorite year of anime, and it's probably one of the weakest I've watched for me personally. I, should, I, don't, I, I spoke too soon. No, you're okay. It's literally just me though. Like everyone else loves it. Is it? Is me. it? Be, well, everybody raves about that year, honestly, because of Devil May Cry, baby. It was like. Well, I like, like Devil May Cry, baby. That's one of my favorites for the year. Well, but that's I why mean, I think like people were really raving about 2018 was mainly. I see of it Cry, more baby. for like uh, Sora Yori, um, Violet Evergarden, like a lot of those series where I was like, oh yeah, these are pretty good, but none of these are like all time greats for me, you know. Yeah, Darling in the Franks. Yeah, no, no. Okay, the <laughs> Darling in the Franks opening, even when the show was like not the worst thing of all time, was still not that good. Yeah. I'm taking yeah. beef with that. That's like, uh, Yuri, see, see, you check our chat. Everyone's like, sorry, Yuri was robbed. I don't agree. I think, I don't think it was robbed. I think I have it on the same level uh, as Devil Man Crybaby. I actually do too, so. Uh, yeah, okay. no, I, I have, I have it on the same level. I'm not a big devil man cry baby fan, but I appreciate it. And I do have yeah. it on the same level as that's where I'm at. Right. I respect it more than I like it. You know what I mean? Yes, I definitely do. Um, and it was a huge influence on, on end of Evangelion. So I, I, I also got to appreciate like it by anime. that token. Yeah. Uh, Yuasa won best director, best protagonist, sure. Rimuru, Tempest. Um, kind of deserved, I guess. Yeah. He's, he's wholesome. Uh, best um, antagonist, all for one, from My Hero Academia. Best animation, you have to give it to Violet Evergarden. I don't, I don't know how you yeah, can argue that's, that. Yeah, that's Violet. kind of a sweep. Um, have you, have you looked at that water? Watch, she watched 82 shows and nothing above an eight. That is my MC. Amethyst is my MC. Awesome. <laughs> You're like, okay, fuck off. <laughs> you <laughs> that up. No one cares. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm try no, 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 I'm trying to think, like if I had anything that was above an eight for this year, I mean, I loved bunny girl senpai, um, that year before the movie, uh, no, <laughs> no offense, Chad, if you like the movie, uh, offense, yes, offense. If you love the movie, I think I gave bunny girl senpai like an eight. So still tracks. Um, I think I gave it a seven and then I lowered it to a six, but I think my is a great best girl pick. Exactly. There you go. She was, uh, I think this is the year I did like an award show thing for my channel. And I, well, I did like best girl and I gave it to, uh, I, I gave it, I did a fake out. I gave it to zero two. And then I was like, JK, nah, it's, it's my Sakurajima. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It was kind of mean. What um, films were in 2018? That's a good question. I wonder if we can see the nominees. Best film, two heroes. I like two heroes. Mm, that's a good question. I feel like there were like, I don't want to say actual films, but like standalone films that people wanted to win. And I feel like this was when people were like, oh my, uh, I don't know. I forget which other ones. People are bringing up Maquia, and everyone knows how I feel about Maquia, so I'll, I'll shut up on that front. <laughs> if you don't know how I feel, it's probably like similar to Shaw, so there you go. See, and like, no one else has got me on the feel bait, weird, weird drama films that, that make you cry. Onimaru's got me on the. And like, I like those, so I don't get it. Like, people were raving about that film for like, I heard about it for like three years, finally watched it. I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. I get like some parts of it, but then like other parts were like just kind of like actively dumb. Well, that's what I mean. 
That's why I don't get the hype for it. <laughs> you Hangers know, came out that dumb. year too. Okay, I think I think My Hero Academia was a good film winner. I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm gonna give it to My Hero Academia. I like Two Heroes, so it was good. I don't think it's like the best film ever, but it was fun. So, <laughs> well, uh, look at who's competing against which we've actually seen, and we're like, you know, I think. Yeah, we'll you know, My Hero Academia though. takes it. You got it. Yeah. Um, I am saying, if honestly, I'm saying My Hero Academia takes it. It was not a year of films. Honestly, if I had my way, and that's actually a good point, Shaw. But if I had my way, best antagonist should have actually been Pancreas. That's what yes, it been. yes. That's what, actual- if we could redo this year, let's redo some of these years and make them like retro weebies, <laughs> and we'll just make that Pancreas. Someone brought up Liz and the Bluebird. Who's gonna tell him? All right, let's go on to the next year. <laughs> so this year, would you say this year is like, how would you rate this year compared to the other ones? Like if we have three now, which is the best year so far and worst? Because I guess we can rank them when we're done. I don't know. Like, how can you beat Made in Abyss as anime of the year? So I'm going to have to give it to the year before. So I'd say the year before is uh, better. So this one comes second. And then <laughs> uh, the other one, the first one, 2017 is like third. I agree. Um, we. Onimar, you've seen the Brawly film, right? Yeah. Which one is better? C5-2G was wondering. My Hero Academia uh, film or Brawly? I might be biased, but I'd say the Brawly film. Even though it had some weird like CGI towards the end, the animation for it was just so like phenomenal like and playful for like a Dragon Ball Z sort of film. It was like, even for that alone, it was like really, really good. But- yeah. Because like, you know, it just like normally in Dragon Ball Z, like they've just gotten used to like having these big like muscly stiff looking characters and there they looked more like you know it it, it kind of was more reminiscent of dragon ball so that was pretty cool um i found the old nominees for this year and if you see the nominees for best opening um it's so offensive that (laughs) darling in the fronx won but anyway i'm going i don't i don't think that's a great opening i I, this is the same year as the wodakoi opening the first jojo opening and the pop team epic opening all right we need to we need to move on uh i'm just looking at the films real quick and i don't even like pop team epic and i love the opening the opening was done by the same studio as the jojo opening studio that makes sense oh do you um, agree with uh best character design golden wind i remember the um (laughs) i remember the rant that um Trixie, who went by Digibro back in the day, who is now Trixie. Oh, yes. I watched that. I watched it. That was the funniest thing I've seen. So I would say it was worth it just for that. But also, I got to give a shout out to Miyano Mamoru winning for best performance for Zombieland Saga, which was definitely deserved. Oh, I definitely agree agree with that. I only watched like two episodes of Zombieland Saga, but he definitely made it really entertaining. So, Okay, so... I checked the nominees for best film for this year and they had Night is Short, Walk on Girl. Um, that's the like Tatami Galaxy style kind of movie. And yeah. then uh, Two Heroes, Mirai of the Future, Liz and the Bluebird, Mazinger Z, Infinity, and Fireworks, that movie that everyone uni- unanimously hates. So I think it's I think it's a win for Two Heroes. Yeah, because I think people didn't like Mirai either. I did not. I did not like it. And then it got nominated for an Oscar for some reason, but huh. okay, whatever. Uh, all right. So let's move on. Yeah. I think this is yeah, definitely sorry. better than the first year in terms of uh, diversity, uh, mm-hmm. uh, variety. Um, and it does feel a little less like they just threw up categories that were just you know to kind of call out a, a specific anime. Um, because there's a lot of categories you don't see here from the previous year now, like you know best manga, best sequel. So 
that's like individual like genre of something it's interesting that they got rid of all of those because i thought that was kind of cool and they added industry icon isn't that person like from wit studio and they were like yeah we're gonna work our people to death i think so i think that was the issue that year with honoring him because they do Uh, this thing where they give like the industry icon award to people who others are like question mark like what are you doing yeah but I, I do actually, no, you know not. what, even though they did that the previous year, not, not talking about the industry icon thing, but more like sort of oh. just giving a category just to shout out one specific anime. Oh, I feel like. No, I was bad. wrong. It's the Bones president. Okay, that's fair. I don't oh. want to. No misinformation. Sorry, I had okay. to nip that in the butt really. So quick. Masahiko Minami is just the Bones president. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, sorry. Just wanted to correct that real quick. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I was, all I was saying was just like, you know, it's not too bad to kind of give just a specific award for one specific anime. Cause it's like, you just want to call it out and, yeah. and that'll just get people to check it out if it's obscure or anything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Harry so says that 2020 gave the award to the wit guy. So we're going to get to that soon. Yep. So now let's, we let's, get to the bad. Now we get to the bad one. Let's do it now. We only have like two years left here. So we're 2020 uh, for the 2019 anime, we already see right at the top anime of the year, demon slayer. Um, okay. I can't blame it. That was a big yeah. Demon Slayer year. So um, definitely got a lot of people into anime. Best um, protagonist, yeah, Senku. Oh, I remember. People were flipping the fuck out because Isabella from Promise Everland won over Ashlod from Vinland Saga for best oh. antagonist. And they were like, mm. okay, the Vinland Saga fans, myself included, I'm a Vinland Saga fan. They were like reeing it up to a ridiculous degree as if Isabella wasn't another good antagonist. Like, I, I mean, think they this should is, calm down this is when the Promised Neverland was at its peak. Come on. Yeah, they think they know. should calm down a bit, you know? Like, both were good, but like, she's also deserving. Maybe Ashalad is a bit more deserving, but the also, thing like, is, calm down. I don't know. It's like, in terms of if they're relating it to. Isabella, you know how some people we were having this conversation recently, how some people confuse antagonist with villain. Mm-hmm. And Isabella definitely felt more villainous. Yeah. Ashala just felt more cool. So maybe if they yeah. thought of it in those terms, you know, they're like, oh, Isabella is definitely more like left a, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to say Ashalad isn't memorable. He is, but like it's one of those you know. weird things where Ashalad is technically an antagonist, but most of the story you kind of feel like, okay. He's like pulling the strings in the background, you know. It's yeah. not like he's actively you know, kind of getting in uh, Thorfinn's way, but he he's, he is. So. Yeah, Thorfinn has chosen him as his antagonist, and Ashlad is like, I do not give a shit, bro. Like, yeah. calm down. Like, like, I don't care, bro. Yeah, Just, it's really funny, actually. Um, But, I mean, great. as characters, I like Ashlad more than Isabella, but I think you could make a good case that she's a better antagonist than him. So. Yeah, definitely, because the kids are forced into this corner and they have to get out, and she's literally what's standing in her way. So, what's yeah. standing in their way, so. I think um, it's fair. Um, I'm going to look too. up the nominees just on my phone to weigh in on the other ones since they're not like on this website. Oh, but, okay. Uh, so let me know if you want to know any specific category nominees. So we know who they beat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. Best boy. Tanjiro. Saw that. It could have been mob. It could have been mob. Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. This is mob psycho season two years. So this, I think, okay, this is actually just, dis- this is more disappointing. The more I remember this year. Because I like 2019 as a year for anime a lot. Yeah, but like I could see why they chose Tanjiro though. Like yeah, yeah, and and it's not even well. Part of it is Demon Slayer's popularity, but also if they also are like superficial about it, then yeah. it's like Mob does look kind of plain. Uh, I guess so. Um, I'm, I'm not. not I'm just saying. I know you're do, you're doing good, Devil's Advocate, and I'm just whining. 
I would I would pick Mob. You know, that ending of season two was best boy status right there. Um, um, best girl, Raph Talia. Not surprised. That's I forgot how much I hate S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. I'm excited because you thought I hated Mushoku Tensei. Wait till S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero season two comes back. Hate in my heart will be on fire. Hmm. I gave S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero a three, by the way. Really? How, yeah, did you I watch it, all of it? I did. Yeah, that's why I gave it a three. I only watched like four episodes and then I just dropped off. I really, you really watched the best and then saved it. Because well, here's my beef with Shield Hero. Yeah, go ahead. Is I'm actually down with the initial premise of like him being this dude who's screwed over by the society and then they still expect him to save him. But the problem is it becomes every other kind of power fantasy OP like um, Isekai in the next season where like he has a harem of girls. He's actually stronger and smarter than everyone. And they do it in the most boring way. So it's like they went away from like the main thing that made it interesting and made it really boring. Yeah. I don't even know uh, like how the anime does it. I don't even know how the light novel does it because I found out. So I liked it because I read the uh, the web novels for it and I had mm -hmm. read like 10 volumes and I was into it because um, a friend like had lent them to me. And then I got annoyed when I found out like because I didn't know the concept of the difference between web novels and light novels. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that it wasn't like what the anime was being adapted on, that they were actually mm -hmm. light novels. Like I thought what I was reading was the light novels. And I was like, oh, so like, what is this? What am I reading? That's kind <laughs> of got, wild. So I guess like the light novels were even like edited down even more because I heard in the original web novels, he was even more of a scumbag, which I don't know. I didn't really notice because I just got like what I got really into was like the game mechanics and like the nitty gritty of like how he was building his like, I don't Shield, know, like it, which which yeah, cool. like I just thought that was really cool. Like I love, I like, that's what I like about like RPGs, and I get like really mm -hmm. into when you have like a robust, like very intricate like mechanic on how to become like all powerful in a game, but you have to like do all these things to get there. So, yeah, it's like I don't know. It seems so weird because they have the interesting aspect of like how he makes his shield really powerful, and there was this one section that I really liked, which might have been in the web novel, but I'm not sure. But it shows how like the other three heroes were kind of treating it like a game. And there was one of them who like killed this dragon, but didn't like clean up afterwards. And like the remains of the dragon had this poison that like, like destroyed yes, this one yeah. town. That was and in that's the like, novel. Yeah. yeah. And that's like really interesting, like an interesting way of going about it and showing how because the shield hero main character like was not under any delusions of grandeur or fantasy about this place that he was kind of taking it more seriously. So he's able to connect with the people. That's like the interesting stuff that I wish they stuck with instead of like, like fuck this bitch or like she, t she did this. So let's like, I don't know, like the, with the one girl who like falsely accused him of rape, they just spend like yeah. a ridiculous amount of time being like, look how she's being punished. Fuck this. And then like showing about how like everyone wants the main character's dick and how cool he is now. Like that got away from it. And I'm like, there are good pieces here that they're underutilizing. So it was annoying. Anyway. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Tangent over not watching. No, I think it's totally valid. I just, uh, I just, I was like flashing back to all the arguments from both sides about it and the back and forth. And it's just like, it was very, very the, toxic. It was very time. tiring and very like unhelpful. Like people were like, oh, this is like an incel power fantasy. And it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't agree with that sentiment. I think yeah. there people were really judgy at the beginning, and I think they should have just, like, let it play its part out. I don't know. Yeah, because literally it was the controversy was right in the very, like, from the first week, the first episode. 
Like, yeah. And I didn't like, agree with that. I didn't agree yeah. with the, I didn't agree with a lot of the framing of the criticisms and I had my yeah. own criticisms later on. So I have to be like, Hey guys, I don't have the original criticism. I have different criticism. I'd like to think we've gotten slightly better as a community, but Hey, growing pains. Um, yeah. so yeah. back to this list, uh, you know, I don't really see an issue with anything. Uh, best animation deservedly to Deserved. Mob Psycho 102. So, uh, best drama Vinland Saga. So that's definitely getting you know some representation here. Best um, character design Dororo. That's kind of cool. That's a cool pick. Yeah, Dororo is actually pretty solid. Um, best opening sequence. You know, maybe this was controversial. That's deserved. <laughs> you know, that's people, deserved. The people really like. They were like divided on 99.9 .9 versus the original 99. So. I'm a I'm a 99.9 fan, but both are good. I like um, both. I like both. I think I slightly prefer 99, but not like in a way where I'm going to put down 99.9. .9. I do like both. I think both are pretty top tier. Yeah. Um, best score, Carolyn Tuesday, but I guess Maki is a specific song. Or no, no, no. That's think, maybe the artist. I think that's Johnny. just the composer. Yeah, yeah. the composer. Uh, um, yeah, the Carolyn Tuesday score was good. This is actually pretty good. Everything except the Industry Icon Award going to wit when this is the same year as the KyoAni tragedy. That's actually like very bad. Oh, okay. And All this right. was the guy who was bragging about overworking people. I think Ari had like almost the exact quote. Where to go? That's kind of like up. interesting. Today I literally just saw a tweet from like a, a Mappa animator or director mm -hmm. or something saying like like it was the his first time going home in three days. Oh my god. And it was just like, yeah, they're putting out a lot. Yeah, I think they should have done something during the ceremony, getting back to kind of like the ceremony talk. They should have done something for Kyoto Animation of just like a tribute from people. And I think it's really bad that they didn't do anything like that, especially since they did have a ceremony, you know? Yeah. I think they're just really tasteless. Like it was a, would be a good opportunity to be like, hey, here, your Western fans are thinking about you. And or someone said it was the year before. But I think it happens like... I think it happened during 20, like, I think it happened July before these awards came. So, like, they could have mentioned it at these awards. Unless they, like, you know, had to plan this out way far in advance to kind of yeah. contact the person. And, you know, maybe it was all set to kind of last minute change. Because I, I can imagine it's, like, probably really hard to put these shows together live. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair, fair point. All right. So, uh... I mean, I don't think this is a bad year. It definitely. I think got best couple Kaguya and Shirogane. They got best comedy Kaguya. I think this is like a good. Uh, this is a good showing. Yeah, no, best no. voice actor for. Sorry, let me go. Japanese oh. voice actor. Uh, my favorite Bruno's getting it for Bruno. Okay. Voice actor. Yeah. I'll take it. Definitely. Uh, he was great, actually. Um, I'm good with this year. I would say, I think I still think the Made in Abyss year is like slightly the, better. Yeah, that's still my favorite. So I would put this like right above the other stuff, but below yep. the Made in Abyss one because it's. I it's, agree with that. It's getting better, you know. Variety. We're getting more variety. I'm right. down with that. And I, I don't think I had a problem with the last one, but let's double check here. So I forget. So also for B Stars fans like me, everyone was like, "Why isn't B Stars showing up in the same year as the 2019 anime?" And that's because um, it was a Netflix, and it wasn't officially released until like the following year. So it'll show up in this awards instead of the other one. That makes a lot of sense because that's what they did this year with the films. They didn't, yeah. you know, kind of include them until they were released here. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I don't now. think they had best film for 2020. Well, let's, we're about to find out. So I'm going to ignore this at the top. Yeah. 
We uh, voiced our complaints about Jujutsu Kaisen winning anime of the year when it's still airing. Yeah. No, no shade against the show itself. Just, you know, the just, rules. just that. Um, best yes, film, wait. Right? Best opening B-Stars. This is the best year. This is all that counts. That's oh all God. that counts. I'm so happy. That's the best <laughs> award winner of this entire series. I'm so happy. We're keeping it. We've been keeping it so like fair and unbiased. And now no. just the true colors are revealed. Deserved. Nothing else matters. Nothing else can, can, matters. I mean, Wait. Hinata Shoyo, best boy. That's it. That's all I need. Kagi, one best girl. That's so good. Look at this. This is awesome. I think people were pretty happy with this year. Wait, I'm happy with this year. Fruits <laughs> yes, Basket, people. best drama. Look, Fruits Basket won something. That's how you know it's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, um, best comedy, Kaguya. Lost best ending Paradise? sequence, Lost in Paradise. Oh, hey, look, it's me. Look, it's me. Um, best score, Kevin Penkin. Subaru's voice actor won best voice actor. That's kind of awesome. Best couple, Tony Kawa. Uh, maybe. Best fantasy, ReZero. ReZero. So this is two. all the complaints people had for this year's award. It's like, just look at last year's and then call it a day. Yeah. Amethyst brought up uh, needs more great pretender. I think that should have won something for best character designs. I think that would be a good winner. Oh for yeah, it was. Design. Yeah, because I remember like watching it and just picking out like all the Evangelion lookalikes. <laughs> yeah, because it's by the same even uh, yeah, character same character designer Yoshiki so Sadamoto. Yeah, it's like oh this is great. He looks like Fuyutsuki. That he looks like uh, Kaji with blonde hair. Yeah. Um, best director, Yuasa. I don't know if. Izukin has best animation, but like it's not a bad pick, you know. Yeah, I didn't watch all of Izukin, so I can't even comment. Um, it was pretty good, I think, but I don't. It has I don't best think director, it but it had best animation. Hmm. But is that more of a tongue-in-cheek thing, since it's about creating animation? Mm, it might be one of those self-serving, like we're going to give the best anime award to the series about anime, you know? Yeah. It's kind yeah, of the only we, actual yeah. issue is them giving it to anime of the year to a show that is currently airing. That just bothers me. <laughs> yeah, the rules just are like kind of bullshit. Like, I think I'd give it a pass if it was split core, where it was like, it yeah, finished like one. the Attack on Titan situation. Yeah, like, all right, I'll give that a pass because at least you got everything you were going to get for that year or season within that year. Yeah. Um, Not just it continues on like hey, next week, you know, nothing happened. Still gone. Yeah. Uh, best protagonist, Katarina Kleiss. People like that a lot. People were really yeah. happy with that. This is when she was at her best. I didn't watch season two, so I don't know. Oh, did you go downhill? No, I have no idea. I don't know okay. where the show stands, if it's still just as good, if she's still just as good. But I know based on season one, it was a lot of fun. So, um, This might be my favorite year of awards. Uh, someone in the chat told me to watch Azuken. Azuken's okay. pretty good. I need a second opinion. <laughs> I don't want to be told <laughs> to watch it. Give me give me a second opinion. So, I do think I it's need to pretty watch good. It? I don't think it's like a must watch, like drop everything you're watching, but I think it's a pretty fun show. I think I, I'd prioritize uh ping pong over it since, you know, oh, yeah. in terms you of Yuasa works. <laughs> yeah. So like I, it's definitely not the best Yuasa works. I think you should prioritize Tatami and ping pong over it. And then like, if you want to watch the rest of his stuff, like include it on there. Definitely. Uh, and I, yeah. I do love, I do enjoy shows that are about production or animation. Yeah. So this uh, one's cool. Cause it's about girls in like a club working on it. So it's very like three girls working on their own, mini animation feature and it's pretty cool i think i did watch the first episode it was all right um but i guess i have to watch more of it Let's just watch you also i did for i mean i the... did I, I did like the imagination sequence they had in the first episode where she just starts like picturing like 
everything and then like it shows it all drawn so that was like pretty cool yeah that's and they have a lot more of that so if you're into that kind of sequence that does not go away so yeah cool uh yeah. best fight scene deku versus overhaul i don't know if i agree with that but i don't know if there was, was anything good. better that year who, who are the uh, other i will find out i'm on it because i just remember being more hyped about that fight in the manga that's um, how i felt about the um all for one um, yes versus that one all Might? almost made me cry to be honest dude um, i was like reading them because i had originally read that in the manga and it was just like it was amazing i don't know that like really got me i was like shooketh yeah when like when all might was holding like the little flame like that was supposed to be deku like protecting it oh that was so good that i don't know there's something weird with like the my hero academia anime where like they aren't they focus in on the fights that aren't as focused in the manga sometimes like yeah you know you remember reading the like tournament arc in the manga i don't know if you read that one uh no i so yeah i did read it in the manga originally you know how like the deku to versus todoroki fight is like big but it's not as big as like all might versus one for all but i swear like the anime fans would be like nah it's you know it's completely different you know yeah no like when i read the manga originally uh the one that really stood out in my head was like the peak was all for one versus um all might and i barely like i kind of remembered the tournament but it wasn't like that much in my head as it yeah. is for season two in the anime so yeah and it was weird i don't know how it was like that okay um, I found the old, the old nominees. What am I looking for? Best fight? Uh, yes, just to see what the nominees were. What was uh, this fighting against? Uh, bu -bu -bu. uh good news, Amethyst. She mentioned that uh, Princess Connect had better animation. It was nominated, so that's kind of cool. I've heard things about that one. Yeah, um, I might watch it because I saw something that I reminded just... me of Shadow of the Colossus. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. Speaking of crazy animation, um, I've always heard good things about Shadow of Colossus, but I'll ask you about that in a second. Okay. Uh, speaking of good animation, I just saw like some sequence on like TikTok for like we had to look it up. It was like from Symphogear. It was like a crazy like oh, pole, yeah. pole dancing transformation sequence, and I was Do just we... like, "Sorry, go ahead." No, no, no. I just that was it. I saw it and I was like, "Where is this from?" And then we looked it up. I was like, "Oh, Symphogear." I'm like, "Huh, interesting." And, like it was really, really good. Like I've heard literally everything about Symphogear. I think we should make that like a Patreon thing where we react to it. I think so too uh we can just like have like a whole 10 hour group watch we're just like fucking tired and we just want to get through it and then we'll just cut it down to like 30 minutes of like the highlights that would just, be really like, funny i think we should do that um, i would be down um, yeah i want to pick a show that like you won't be inclined to watch on your own and you gear. won't be inclined to tweet about beforehand <laughs> so so i that is the formula <laughs> I can I can shut up sometimes. I can do it. I can not tweet and that's like I itching. think I just gotta pick something that you know you just don't have the motivation to unless it's in a group. So that's it. Um, you start getting twitchy without tweeting and you're like, stop. You can be stop. a real person. <laughs> Let's lock it. Let's lock it down. Um okay, best fight scene nominees were uh Gojo versus Sakuna, that first one. You remember like uh, in the first couple episodes where they that did was that good, cool though. one? Yeah, that was good. Um, the God of High School. I don't know what fight it was. I don't think it matters because it was just like all fights. Um, nah, the God of High School <laughs> webtoon was better. Yeah. Um, Sword Art Online 2, Alexization, War of Bullshit Part 2, um, Broccoli versus Emperor Bullshit. His name is Emperor Vector. That sounds dumb as shit. And it's it's essentially Broccoli, but it's called Broccoli. Whatever, fuck it. it, it I was, can't. I can't be mad. Like I can't complain about that because literally all the Dragon Ball Z characters are named after vegetables. So, <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh oh, that's kind of funny. 
but that's intentional. Then we have a- Yeah, it is. Uh, planet, Vegeta's named after vegetable. Um, oh, whatever, I'm not gonna keep going. Uh, there's another God of High School fight and then Brawler versus Master and Akudama Drive. I have to see Akudama Drive. I hear Actually, things. before anyone corrects me, vegetables and food and some instruments. There you go. Oh, interesting. Mundane Piccolo, things. Piccolo. Piccolo. <laughs> uh, yeah, Piccolo. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, Akudama Drive. I've always heard of that one. Haven't watched it. Could be another one we watch. Um, so someone said Sympho Gear is the most anime ever. I don't know what this means. It's it's probably I've heard that it's just like very over the top and has like no logic and they just do a lot of crazy shit. Classfac is saying you will become a simpo gear after you finish. Uh, it's bold. It's a bold take to think I will like it because I don't really know. And I've heard literally like I've heard the first season is the best and the last season is the best and everything is in between. I've never seen a more lack a sh- series that has a lack of consensus like simpo gear. It was just interesting because I was reading about that specific sequence I was talking about. I found an article like about how the director or the animation person that did it like approached it and they were he was doing everything in his power because I think they told him don't make it sleazy. So he was doing everything in his power to not make this pole dancing transformation sleazy looking. And then apparently he had to like, yeah, apparently he had to cut it like a few times and even cut it some more that didn't make it to the final cut in order to like not make it sleazy. I don't know how you make a pole dance not sleazy. I mean, it was really cool. So I guess maybe that's how, like it leaned more towards coolness and mm-hmm. then it didn't, didn't feel sleazy. I don't know. That's like, that's an interesting case study. We should do more of those. Yeah, we should find, we should look at all the pole dancing anime. I see think how, so. Which are sleazy and not. I think it's a good idea. It won't this be sleazy like, at all. Oh, you, of course you found this on TikTok after you telling me about your TikTok adventures. You know what's funny? It wasn't even my TikTok. It was my fiance's TikTok. So there you go. You Neither. can't even blame me. Because after your TikTok stories, that's another story. Listen, um, I don't even want to bring it up. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to fully expose it, but I was going to mention it. <laughs> Listen, it was an experiment, okay? I wanted to see how the Science. algorithm worked. And actually, after it got to that point, I, don't, I haven't even opened TikTok because I just don't want to. I don't want to see what's <laughs> there anymore. I, I peeked too far into the abyss, and now it's like, all right, this is just this is just weird. And you're like, let's come back. Let's let's bring it back. I don't know how to bring it back. How do you bring your TikTok back? How do you like bring it back, like reset it, like to like normal stuff? I don't know. That's a good question. Let me make a new anime. Wait, I do want to watch Panty and not new anime, a new TikTok account. Wait, I I, do want to watch Panty and Stalking. uh, Yeah, that's I don't even know if that's been on my list for years. It hasn't. I'm not interested, but I will watch it if people tell me. I'll watch it it and report back. My uh, fiance watched it when she was airing. So I watched her watch it. Um, that's you know tangentially you watched it yeah um, like i watched the last episode it looked it looked fun it looked very triggered even though it was gynax yeah, yeah. i'm excited for it because it kind of looks like a western series but they just well, kind of like i love the transformation sequences for it so that was really cool I they would like, like look cartoony and then when they do the transformation sequences it would be like full detailed anime style. that sounds so fun i'm excited yeah um um all right, back to this. Uh, I think besides this is my Jujutsu favorite Kaisen, year. even with Jujutsu Kaisen as the winner. Yeah, because if I if I cope enough and I say, okay, Crunchyroll awards are stupid, like the Crunchyroll award rules are stupid, but everything else is pretty good. All right, so let me just I'm just gonna just one hypothetical here. Now, if I just delete this category, just pretend it's not even there. I'm gonna block it out. Is it still the best year? Yeah, because. Best Boy Hinata and Best Girl Kaguya. That's also caring. All right. 
Okay. So I best. have a you know, least. It could be second best, Shaw. It doesn't need to be at the top. No, it's got to be the best because because <laughs> <laughs> I was coping through 2017 a lot, considering half the winners were My Hero Academia. But this time, I'm like, this is it. I mean, it's a very fair balance. I think that was probably of... the most balanced. Do you year, think it's think. better than this year's? Then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Because I feel like there's way more variety of anime here, and I don't know if it's just because there's more categories or what, mm-hmm. but like it's there. It feels like there's way more here than what won this year. I don't know. I don't think there's um that any more categories. I think they just really differentiated a lot. Yeah. So that was they really did, cool. They did really good. This was really good. This was the peak of the Crunchyroll Awards. I can agree with that. Um, because really, the thing carrying this year for me is really Made in Abyss and, yeah, and Girls was- Last Door. And the oh. best CGI yeah, <laughs> and best film for you. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, so it's either between this year, 2018, and 2021 for me as like the top. And then everything else kind of falls under. So they've like. Do we want to look at the current winners again just for a quick recap? Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at the current winners. And then we could do um, our full ranking. Yep. Let's go. We should just make a tier list. Tier um, list it is. All right. So. Is there a way to like collapse these? You can at the top. Yeah, you can collapse, collapse after. This. All right, great. So attack. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to start with the end? Like from we the can top do the, the bottom. bottom. Okay. Starting from the bottom. Let's go. <laughs> Best performance, oh, yeah. Russia. <laughs> no. This is too far. English. I didn't even check who won. That's probably deserved. That, that's-, that's who we voted for in our reactions. We were just it, like, you know what? He did that line. Okay. He did the line. He did the um, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes. Yeah. Was that him? Okay. Yep. That's Winner. why we were like, all right, we're going to pick him by default. Yep. So, and um, then, oh, sorry. No, uh, I was going to bring up something about best Japanese performance. So here it is. So we got Yuki Kaji. Very deserved. And here's one of the things I will defend the Crunchyroll Awards for, like the existence of them. He like saw this award and tweeted about it and how excited he was. And I feel like, you know, no matter what, just like anyone in Japan, like seeing that, like the Western audience appreciates them and feeling really happy about it. I feel like that justifies the Crunchyroll Awards. I actually, no you what. know what? I want to add into that, too. Like, I, I have seemed a bit negative towards the Crunchyroll Awards. But when I've seen that, too, like because I've, I've always felt like the Japanese uh, like they, they don't really care too much about the overseas fans, not in a negative way, but it's not their primary market. So they don't really kind of have any way to interact with them. And, and when I would see the directors or voice actors being genuinely happy about it. It was like, it was a very heartwarming feeling. I was like, oh, nice. I think it's like a nice surprise for them because they probably don't expect it. So when they do see it, they're like, oh, wait, this is awesome. Yeah. Just to know that, hey, you have all their fans here that really appreciate your work. So I thought that's really cool. Um, I mean, I think this was kind of also expected. Like he had a great performance, but also like if you look at the other nominees, it was like, could have been Otokawa. They definitely weren't going to pick Jigen, um, unfortunately. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people hate Gabby enough that they wouldn't pick her. So even though she did a great job, she did a great job. But yeah, the, the, I think this is, is one of those, this is one of those award winners where it's like, even if he wasn't my first pick, he's more than deserving of this. Oh, so, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Best film. This one, you know, no. I so before you got on, I was basically saying, like, I don't know how this beat out Evangelion. But at the same time, I do know how, to, how this beat out Evangelion. So I'm not surprised, but still. Yeah, I mean, obviously Evangelion should have won, but this is probably my second favorite movie here. So, like, I guess that's fine. I guess it's fine. I mean, I haven't watched Shirobako the movie yet, but from what I've heard people say, yeah, this was probably... I did like Mugen Train, the film, so I don't know. 
But it, every time Demon Slayer, every time Demon Slayer gets brought up in any capacity, I'm like, well, I guess it was pretty okay. And that's how I feel about everything it wins. Like, yeah, yeah I guess so. I just feel like the fourth Ava movie was just so monumental. They should have rigged it, to be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. They should have rigged it. Just so monumental. Like, just rigged it for and, that and, one. Yeah. And, you know, I know how we both feel about it, but either, either way, I still think it was a very important Oh, easily film, the so. best film here. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Like, it should have won. Yeah. Like, without yeah. a question. One day I'll finish Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. And one I day mean, I'll watch Jose the Tiger. You're not going to think it's better than Ava, and you're not going to find Jose better than Ava. Jose might join the um, the big three melodrama films we don't like, so... Can we just make like a whole pod devoted to anime we hate and then we like do it like blog style where we try to like really explain what yeah. about them? <laughs> do we, we write it them. out ahead of time and then we just read it yes. off of our thing? And we just do a live dramatic reading of what we wrote. Kind of yeah. like an intervention for ourselves. I yeah, know. I love that. You know what would be funny? We both write out blog posts of why we don't like it and the other person reads it. That's it. Let us know if you want to see that. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to release the hate in our heart. Because sometimes it does take me a while to like articulate like what it is about something I didn't like. Because sometimes it's just so, sort of like an instinctual like you know you just didn't like it. It's a reactionary visceral. Thing. Yeah, it's in my heart. Visceral. Yeah, <laughs> and then like like being able to sit down and actually think about it and organize your thoughts and write it. Like okay, now it's it's literally you know pancreas and the girl and the lack of development and you know I'm not going to get into it, but the montage. <laughs> everything <laughs> everything all right so that's best film uh which is okay uh best comedy komi-san I, I only watched the first episode so all i can say is best first episode or yeah i mean best. like i'm in the same boat i think miss koba i mean dragon maid would probably be the best pick here um but i like the first episode of komi-san i think it was cute and i think the reaction phases are funny so it's probably a fitting winning winner but yeah I did hear good things about Heaven's Design Team. I don't know. I mean, I've never heard anything about it, but the fact that it's here, it means it, it did something right, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't think Odd Taxi was a comedy. I don't so. think it's a comedy, except you <laughs> count the it's a dark comedy if you consider the Gotcha Game episode a comedy. Yeah, I mean, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Dragon Maid S is, is funny, but I don't know. I think of it more as like a heartwarming slice of life with uh, moments of comedy. So, I, But I think that's what we said in our reaction so yeah uh I'm, I'm good with this i'm fine yeah that's fine best fantasy okay 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 fight me let's go okay i'm just saying no i'm not fighting you i'm fighting with you or maybe against you i don't know okay let's go you know i've i mushoku tensei feelings out there you know i like it don't like some parts whatever Mushoku Tensei really should have won this year. I barely heard anything about Slime Season 2. I don't think many people considered it at all. I think it's wild that Mushoku Tensei did not win for this, especially in, like, a popularity contest. Like, I think it's wild. Mushoku Tensei should have won. Guys, I think we need to cancel Shaw. I'm going to put out the application <laughs> for a new co-host starting today, so just fill it out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so... Yeah, I definitely agree with um, – like, I, I really enjoyed Slime Season 2, but in terms of, like, impact for a fantasy show this year, I think – and I'm not counting Ranking of Kings, sorry, mm -hmm. uh, and for the reasons I stated before. Yeah, uh, same, but, same here. But I would give it to Mushoku Tensei in that regard for, like, how much it kind of did in terms of fantasy. Um, this is just one of those things and where even And like even popularity. And even popularity, like you said, because it was really popular. 
I just think it's really weird because like I don't I just think it's really odd that it didn't win. Like I feel like it had the votes. I feel like it had the backing. It has some critical acclaim, at least production wise, and like some of the writing is praised. Like some of the characters are good as they've seen. Like But maybe it was like kind of the like, you know, people didn't want to actually endorse it. But then we have like Shield Hero won in the years before in categories. If Shield Hero can win, but isn't isn't Shoki Tensei technically more like problematic than considered more problematic than Shield Hero? Because people were saying like stuff with Shield Hero, which I didn't agree with. That it's like pro slavery and shit, which like I don't agree with. But uh, you know what could have also been. Maybe more people were watching Slime this year because Slime was on Crunchyroll while Mushoku Tensei was on Funimation. That might be it too, but I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's wild it didn't win. Like, I just think it's really weird it didn't win. I think it probably should have won because, as we said, the thing about Ranking of Kings, it's still airing, so it invalidates it in our rules. But um, Well, here's the other thing. It is Mushoku Tensei Core 1. Which uh, is weird. Why didn't they nominate all of it? because the core one, the thing is, I really enjoy the potential of what core one could be, yeah. you know, but like it ended at a point where it was like nothing really like I, w- I can't say nothing crazy happened. Like there was some crazy stuff that happened, but it was still like left at, at there's just still more to come. And that's where the excitement was mostly coming from. True. I just think it's so wild because with while, all my reservations s- against it and not even being like a huge fan, I still think it's just weird that like I feel like that part of the community was very much present and I feel like they weren't really represented here when I normally thought they would be, at least in terms We're, of a popular vote. That's what yeah. that's what I'm hung up on. I'm like, that's just so weird. Well, in terms of plot too, like in terms of plot, if I'm going if I'm going from the angle of of trying to understand like, you know, core one not having all that those crazy high points, uh season two of Slime this year actually had all the payoff. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff like went down in the season of slime kind of got like a little dark, but yeah, kind of <laughs> a lot of stuff happened. That um, makes sense. That's fair. And I haven't, so, and I never finished slime. So like, I don't know the quality of it. I just am trying to base it off of what I've heard people talk about for the popularity vote. And I just feel like I heard about Mushoku Tensei nonstop. I don't think you'll love slime, but I don't think you'll hate it. So you'll probably would think of slime like a six maybe. But well, yeah, five. I think I liked what I saw of season one. I just didn't feel compelled to finish it. But like, I like Raymaru enough. He was kind of funny. But yeah, it's like it's just kind of a shrug, you know. Slime season two is more of a feels more like in line with a power fantasy sort of. Okay. Because like it's still like kind of wholesome, and he's still trying to build like a, you know, like a utopia essentially for everybody. I'm just salty. He has a human form and isn't still a slime. I liked when he was a slime. Yeah. No. It's, it's, you know, it eventually has to go this way. But I like Anime. the slime. It's cute. I mean, he still does both. He still okay. Get you a man who can do both. Yeah. Uh, no, but I definitely agree with you. I feel like Mushoku Tensei probably did deserve the the um, what is the right word? We were just saying it like recognition. Recognition. I keep saying representation. Recognition. Yeah. Uh, for that side of the fan base. So you know, if if it doesn't get Anime of the Year, at least it could have had Best Fantasy. Who would have thought that you know a couple pods from now I would be like, where is the Mushoku Tensei love? It's working, guys. It's is working. it character development or undevelopment? What is it? Way character in progression. My this is my villain arc. Maybe my villain arc. Corruption arc. Corruption arc. I love it. Guys, I planted a seed. It is paying off. Um, speaking of seeds that did not pay off, imagine a world where we got a good Promise Neverland season two. We could have seen it win here. That's in another world line, and we will not experience it ever because we can't have good things. 
Well, actually, we can. So if we go the Steins Gate approach, right, there is another. OK, the, uh, the beta line will help us. Yeah, we have to just go there and like well, it'll solve everything. Um, best action. Oh, OK. Yeah. Can I just move on? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fair. I'm down with this. I mean, I agree with it. Like, I okay. think it was really good. Uh, it's Here's it's more of just I don't know. Here's the question, though. Here's where it comes down to it, because now we have a bunch of like big three popular bosses that could be fighting. Would you rather this over Demon Slayer or Attack on Titan for action? So here, here it is. This is the Mugen Train arc. So that's the TV show, which I skipped. Yeah. Uh, I watched the movie. Um, because that's just, to me, it was like a rehash. Uh, I definitely think if it's between these three, like I definitely loved like the storytelling and what Attack on Titan final season was doing. But in terms of action, I wasn't like hyped about everything that was going on. I thought yeah. it was way more impressive in Jujutsu Kaisen uh, yeah. core too. If we're talking about purely action. So yeah, yeah, I picked Jujutsu Kaisen. If I'm picking, I'm picking Jujutsu Kaisen action over Demon Slayer action any day. Oh, like any day. Well, would that include the movie too, if it was the movie? Yeah, possibly. Or? I mean, okay, I see people like, I like the Demon Slayer action, but like, I don't see anything as interesting as like that, uh, um, what am I thinking? Yuji Toto clapping fight or even that, um, that fight at the end of the season with, uh, what's is it, Nobura and Yuji where she's doing the cool like nail in her arm thing and that like, shows up in the monster's arm like i haven't seen anything that cool in demon slayer you know yeah no definitely a lot definitely more inventive and and uh unique. creative i mean that last fight i think it was the last fight in demon slayer where that was cool where he, they were fighting the guy with the mouth on his back or something who was fighting is this him? in the current season or in the movie in court in court no in court no sorry sorry jujutsu kaisen oh yeah that dude i think yeah he, that's he, where it was yeah. He reminded me of a JoJo character, so it was, yeah. it was very interesting. It does all come back to JoJo. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'd pick this. I just yeah. like, I'm just desensitized to seeing Jujutsu Kaisen win things. So I'm like, That's how right. I feel about Demon Slayer. So it's like lesser of two evils. Yeah, I got you. Uh, best drama. All right. To your eternity. Uh, did you watch this one? I didn't watch it past episode one. I stopped at like episode 16. I don't know. I was, I was pretty so you funny. watched most of it. Most of it, but I didn't want to. It's kind of begrudgingly because after like one specific part, it's like this is just the same shit over and over. It just keeps hurting me. <laughs> so was it good though? That's the question. Uh, I feel like it was interesting, but after a while, uh, after a while, I was just like, I just feel like I just don't know where it's going, and I don't know if yeah. it's gonna keep that level of interest. Interest. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, I didn't watch it past episode one, but I didn't really hear about it much after then. So maybe I'll check it out. I mean, but... like, I'm not huge on '86, but I would say like '86 was doing more grander stuff in terms of drama. Okay, um, but we both even... agree it should have been Odd Taxi, or in your case, Fruits Basket, right? Uh. Yeah, either Fruits Basket or Odd Taxi, I would have preferred, because um, yeah. I felt like they were doing more. Um, I don't know, more more important stuff. Yeah, I think I did pick. Fruit, I think I think I did pick, pick Fruits Basket, and you picked Odd Taxi, right? Yeah, I picked Odd Taxi because I don't think it's a comedy, so I'm like, it got to go here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so definitely out of those three, but definitely I would have been more uh, 
because Fruits Basket final season was very, very dramatic. So. Oh no, it's like, I don't it's know very, what happened. It's very, very dramatic, actually. Very, Am very toxic people, so. Love it. Um, Amethyst brought a blue period. That probably would have been a good pick too. Um, yeah. yeah, you know. The snub awards. <laughs> but All right. Yeah. Sorry. What? Sorry. No, I was just going to be like shrug again. I just don't know if I, this is one of those cases where I'm like, how did this win in a popularity vote? That's where I come from. Well, this comes to me, uh, this is more like, I have the how did this how did this win, but it's not in a popularity vote. It's more like how did I know how this won because of the popularity vote. That's how I see it. But I don't because think that like, many people were watching this. That's why I was like, well, I feel like that many people on our side of any Twitter probably weren't right. That's what we're mm -hmm. thinking that we see on our timeline that are talking True. about. But if you see Crunchyroll comments, ton of people were watching this. I guess so. Yeah. And it was on Crunchyroll, but I guess this is also probably very judge he heavy pick. I just, I don't know. I, I see it as such a shrug, but whatever. I haven't to me, it's like, so to I me, it's know. like equivalent to Jujutsu Kaisen winning. And I'm not throwing shade on the action. We just discussed the action being good, but sort of like the more well-known popular anime. I wasn't sure if this was more well-known than other ones, but the, as you said, I only see my perspective. So. Yeah. So yeah. good. Point. All right. So let's Moving go on, on to best romance. Uh, Hori Mia won. I never finished this, so. Um, but what we were saying in our reaction to the nominees, we were saying that Beast Star season two wasn't really a romance, and then yeah, Fruits Basket the final season, yeah, kind of was, yeah. So, um, and then Comey, but I didn't watch much more of it. So, yeah, these are all like some of these are just like explicitly not romance <laughs> where they're like not romance focused you know it's really this wins by by being by actually being a romance and i know yeah. that a lot of people had issues with the adaptation but again i can't comment on it i didn't finish it and most of the issues are really just pacing so yeah they also yeah. cut his hair so it kind of begs the question why even continue the series after that point you know yeah that's where i dropped it so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so i'm glad you have the priority straight <laughs> yeah wait this is a good point actually dinah zenon snubbed dinah zenon would have been a really good pick for this you know like dinah zenon was so like low-key like it was a very low-key sort of show in terms of its romance and other elements that it presented but when i when i think back to how the main couple ended up at the end it was it was really cute it was like yeah. you know what that was a good romance it was healthy it was good it was like, cute it was subdued it was there but it was very there you know yeah but you know what it doesn't fit into the romance cat category it's more of a tokusatsu they Actually, also could have right? included our senpai tokusatsu. show but no we get nothing oh that's right well senpai felt more like it leaned towards more comedy but they did have the sub the other couple is kind of like a nice you know but i guess like when you compare like i guess this show had like three couples so it made it feel like more romancy. Plus, Fruits Basket final season had like, I don't know, four or five couples. I feel like Fruits Basket, you know, probably should have won. Just based but, on like how I see people talk about Fruits Basket nonstop, it probably should have been Fruit Basket, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, Amethyst weighs in saying, as a huge romance fan, this is the right pick. Fruits Basket would have been good too, though. Yeah, I'm like, I'm fine with those two. I stand by those two. Because again, Beastars did not have a lot of a. Uh, Romance. Beastars was explicitly, this was like explicitly the non-romance season. Yeah. Like season one was more romance focused. This was like Definitely. him actively avoiding his romantic interests. Exactly. Just like, nope, I don't got time for you. I got other things to do. Yeah. Um, and that's how I feel. It's like, I like the romance in Beastars, but that really wasn't the focus. It wasn't. So it's it wasn't. so odd. It's like they just took the whole show overall and we're like, all right, Beastars, season one and two. 
We have too many in drama. Let's just throw it in romance because like kind of. It is weird that they didn't specify here season one or season two. They've been doing it for every other category. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so weird. What? All right. This, they really went downhill this year when they think about it, like in terms of like just focus and like everything. Um, right. I guess we're on best fight scene. Yeah, I was just gonna. Oh no, you're you did good. All right, so my best friends. We yeah, we agree with this. Bestie fight. Woo. Yeah. This was just. I think I even voted for this one, so I can't even be me mad. Me too. Sinners yeah. really convinced me with their breakdown of it. You know. I would say I totally understood all of this before even Sinris said it, but that would be a lie. Sinris I totally was forgot about it until part Sinris of... explained it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already knew I liked it because I'm already biased towards Toto being awesome. Uh, he was a really enjoyable part of the show once he was introduced. Um, but yeah, then he explained it. And I was like, yep, that's exactly, you articulated, articulated exactly why it's so good. Wait, you got to so. do too. My best friend. Is it? See, the other this hand is I like, can... I got to go this way. There you go. Yeah. And then we can screenshot it. My hand is gone. <laughs> Wait, shouldn't it be this way? No, it's this way. Okay. I think we're it. both that way. Yeah. My hand is going into the awards background. You've just been like ghosting out this whole stream. I like it though. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you're just glitching out. I love it. She's I'm not fading here. into the beta timeline. So guys. I'm trying to get to the timeline with the good it, promise. It, it's because, <laughs> yeah, it's because she tried to defend Mushoku Tensei. So the stream is trying to cancel her. Guys, I will be needing a new co-host soon. This is not a joke. This is a serious matter. Please reach out to me after this. Yeah, this is a real point. Sinris, new co-host, but don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go on to best antagonist. So... <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> in a weird way, the Weebies and the Crunchyroll Awards kind of had the best, the same best antagonist pick because we both chose essentially the Attack on Titan fan base. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, it's my fault that this happened. You know, my fault. You, I, you did this. You started this story. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. To my me, favorite quote of all time. To me, one week ago. To you, one week ago, when you thought that. <laughs> I, I like. Pick. I had like a mini argument with Shaw about this uh, because like, I don't know, like people are still kind of going on and on about the antagonist versus protagonist thing. But in the end, Shaw's right. <laughs> Would you say I antagonized you in the fight? I'm sorry. You did. You did. No, but I thought you were right from the beginning. I always thought uh, Aaron was a protagonist, but I was trying to see if like that was like set in stone or if there could be another way to see it. But I guess that's just how it is. You had a um, fair point, though. I think a lot of the like a lot of the discourse can be pretty annoying, as is attack on titan fan base discourse so yeah i mean you're pretty valid though because i know what you're talking about i think it's just tough when it's like it's really tough when it's like certain specific roles but it's different it's tough yeah i think it just makes it more clear-cut if you just be like you know anti-hero villain you know yeah. as opposed to start messing with protagonist antagonist because then you're dealing I, with something else i would because... like anti-hero and anti-villain to be roles in I mean, a uh, vocabulary added to any Twitter, but maybe not this year. Well, also to add, uh, a main character isn't technically doesn't always isn't always a protagonist. You can yes. have a protagonist that isn't a main character. Yeah, because main character, well, because it, it's like you normally some do associate main character it. to mean protagonist, but sometimes it's like yeah. a bit different. Yeah, but like if you go by the like the like the terms, they they basically say there's been like stories where someone else is the protagonist while there's like another main character as in focus character, you know, so or the primary character. So. <laughs> Angst, I'm laughing at that reference. It's so funny. Someone said, tweeted out like completely joking 
uh, that like heroes, optimism, brightness, positivity, trust, morality, friendship, bonds are concepts I absolutely hate. I prefer more mature concepts like anti-heroes, protagonists who are also antagonists, <laughs> genocide, depression, sadness, lonely, lose, can we just, betrayal. Can we just have atheism. a pod on this? Let's just explain all the terms. <laughs> we the definition where we look it up. I think so. I, I want to have it. I You yeah. know what? I want to have this podcast. I don't care what um, you guys want. Also, I want shout it. out to Toei getting snubbed. I think Toei should have won. Uh, I don't know. Attack on Titan fan base, man. Attack on Titan fan base. No, Toei did not get daily. snubbed. We we gave it to them, but then we were like, nah, you know what? We can't. We can't. Let's give it to an anime character. <laughs> promote negative behavior, you know? Yeah. Toxic behavior. Uh, all right. Best protagonist. Unless we have anything else to say on Aaron no, being I, antagonist. We should move yeah. on. Okay. I was actually happy about this one. So Love that. I have nothing to say. I'm good with Love this. Love that for us. This made me happy. I was like, okay. It's Very American happy. mission. Great, great protagonist. Good pick. Good, pick. You know, good win. Protagonist and main character. We did good. We did good. Best character design mm. from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, what did we pick? We picked Wonder Egg for ourselves? We picked Beastars because uh, the character design is the story for not b stars what did i say Otaxi. Otaxi. you're thinking furries man yeah it's <laughs> they <laughs> went free <laughs> um yeah we said odd taxi but wonder egg would have also been a good pick i think we also said skate oh no but yeah, we skate. said overall odd taxi yeah yeah um jujutsu kaisen as someone who really does love gojo's design they really shouldn't win just for gojo i feel like this is like a gojo thing yeah i, I think so because Money i don't really gone wrong I don't really think of because um, when they say best character design, I don't know what what to think of from here besides the panda and go pandas. Pandas good lives up to the name. Like <laughs> it's a panda. I don't yeah. like. I don't think of any other designs besides Gojo's. Yeah, and that's a very simple design. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's. I think this is a no for me. Yeah, it's not. It's a no for me, dog. Uh, yeah. So that's that. So I don't know. That's also why I think people were feeling like, all right, Jujutsu Kaisen Awards. Yeah, that's where I was getting a bit burnt out. I'm like, Might no. Might have not been deserved. No. Uh, best director. I'm down with this. Okay. Didn't we say on our uh, nominee stream that, like, we weren't sure if mm -hmm. what Odd Taxi was good for was the directing? Like, it was the more so the writing? Yeah, but then we also, I think Sinris also was saying that, uh, you know, that episode 13 sequence with the money taxi, that was really well directed. So I think it's that's true. valid. As yeah. a good director pick, but I think we wanted Sunny Boy for this. I think so. Didn't I say Nomad though? Nomad too would have been a good pick. Um, I think between between Nomad and Sunny Boy, I would have would have uh, gone for those. Uh, but I, you know what? More Odd Taxi love. I'm not. I'm not against yeah. it. So I am I'm biased. Cool so I will I take the cool Odd Taxi one. We we gave it Anime of the Year, guys, for a reason. So yeah. All right. Uh, so definitely all the love. Best score. <sighs> I was kind of disappointed at this. Okay, can I? I have a hot take within me. I feel Don't like you know it. how people always complain about Sawano and how like all of his stuff sounds samey. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about Yuki Kajira. Like I feel like a lot of her stuff is kind of samey. Like you know, it's all fun and games. You hear the Madoka OST, you hear that. You feel, hear the Fate OST, you hear the Kara no Kyokai OST. Like I've been there. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, like uh, you know, I don't really have too much of an opinion because I don't think I've ever singled out uh her ost i'm pretty sure i've heard it countless times but i've never like kind of pointed out like in my head that this is this person um yeah. so for me it's more of like i'm just seeing demon slayer again so my my 
take is more basic of why I, <laughs> I wasn't happy about this. Plus, I don't remember the, and maybe that's why, I don't remember the the score for it, like, standing out that much all. for it, so. They didn't even have, like, the one big OST scene like they did in Demon Slayer Season 1 with that episode 19 insert yeah. song. Yeah. So they didn't even have that. I think it's very undeserving. Like, I don't think it should be here. I was all for uh, Nomad. because Nomad? Or even Sunny Boy, but it w- didn't make it on here. But I, I can Sunny see Boy should have been there. Why, I guess? Um, Sunny Boy, have... Nomad, or Odd Taxi would have definitely won for me. Odd Taxi yeah. has this really funky, like, Odd Taxi main theme that's just so perfect for it. And, I mean, Vivi, I, I'm not, like, super big on it, but at least it has songs that are relevant, like, idol singing songs. So, like, I don't know. I just don't think Demon Slayer should have been here for this award at all, and I don't think it's deserving. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, Vivi... I mean, DV was interesting. Uh, did we say Wonder Egg had a good I honestly OST? don't even remember it. I don't remember it at all. But it's all been right. a while. So that's that. Let's go into – I'm just going to fly through Best Girl and Best yeah. Boy. Uh, best Girl, Nobara. Okay, Nobara. why not? I'm all right with it. Uh, I'm cool with it. More Jujutsu Kaisen love. Yeah. Best Boy, Boji. Good good pick. Besides our Besides, besides our, our gripes – with uh, you know, the show not being finished, I can't disagree with it. So yeah, it's good. And like then best. Probably... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, you know, go ahead. We can move on. Um, I'm just jumping through. So I had to like jump through hoops on my work laptop to actually find this ending because I've heard the song before. Um, I finally saw the visuals for it, and it's like really boring, like really like not like really subpar. You know, I definitely take your word for it because you're uh, you know, a snob. <laughs> no, I did not say that. I, an, I'm an ending, it. an OP connoisseur. Yeah, this is another one. This is probably the best example I can think of where this was only nominated because it's popular. I don't even think Demon Slayer fans would have this as like a favorite ending. I think they just nominated it because of that. And this is where you get to see how like abused the popularity vote is because I don't think anyone, well, I'm saying, speaking very broadly, but, um, I think if you go through and watch all of these endings, I think the average person would not have this as their favorite. Yeah. That's just, I like the song by Lisa, um, but like the visuals are really bad. And I know not really bad. They're just really bland. And I know that some people just really don't give a shit about visuals, but like even with the song, it's like probably not the best song here. So. Yeah. I I don't think I, actually watched the ending sequence for it but i'm just more surprised at how b stars didn't win well they because i think that's where the popular vote gets super abused like i think it's just so like obvious okay demons layers here we're gonna vote for it without watching it and the thing for me is like opening and ending yeah you're gonna have a bias towards shows you've already seen where it's incorporated but like you can pretty much judge these on their own like you don't need to watch the whole series to see it and appreciate it so Um, I think this is probably the worst winner of the bunch. I'm even surprised that Attack on Titan, you know, didn't get it because you know I'm that's surprised. that's popular. That that would fit, and it was a I'm good so ending. I'm so surprised that didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh well. Uh, oh well. Very bad. Starting to see the uh, the fatigue here. Yeah. Best opening sequence. Well, we do. Uh, I so here's the Attack on Titan win. Um, there we go. Um, I'm definitely a. Uh, I'm okay with I, this because I was a, my word day oneer, but it was definitely not my pick from here. I think I, I definitely like the ending better. Me too. I think, the ED. I think me, yeah, I, mean, I think me too. 
Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Yeah, I like them both kind of equally, but I was fine with it. Any of these openings were kind of a good pick. I think I liked some more than others, but like this is fine. I definitely would have gone for either Vivid Vice or the Odd Taxi OP now that I watched the first take. Yeah, so. isn't it so good? <laughs> it's really, really good. Also, uh, I unfortunately, you know, my senpai annoying complaining. Now that I have seen Link Click, the Link Click opening definitely should have been here. Link Click opening banger. Absolutely. More Dragon Maid S, actually. It was really good. Yeah, that one was kind of good. Would, would they include Link Click? I don't know. Does it get, I think it, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, because now that anime is expand is expanding to like other countries, it's like, like what would they include now? Like, should Arcane be here? I don't think Arcane's an anime. I think it's just a Western animation thing. But I, I and you know, I get your point. Like similar yeah. rules, but I think Arcane is pretty clear cut Western animation. Like yeah. similar vein to Avatar and like um, Spider Verse. Yeah, like Link Click is Chinese animation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, go ahead. No, that was. I, so I see your point, though, where it's like, you know, if it's something appreciated by the anime fan, should it be here? I agree with you that it should not. I think that's what you're saying. But like, I I see your point. Um, yeah, this is this is a good point that Mark Hester said. You can't prevent super popular series to receive votes, even when it's not the best. You can just avoid giving it the nomination. And I agree with that completely, because I think. They just, I think I have more of a beef with them nominating something like Demon Slayer's ending for best ending over giving it the award. Mm -hmm. Or like Jujutsu Kaisen character designs. Like just don't nominate them. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like it's inevitable for them to get nominated. So, you know, yeah. because again, they're, they are trying to represent, give recognition to the largest kind of part of the fan base. Because think about if we get this much of an outcry now, from the very vocal, and I'm gonna say minority, yeah, because that's accurate. what it is. Imagine the outcry if they didn't, you know, kind of feed into the actual majority. Cause then yeah. they'd just be like, what is this anime? I've never heard of this. Why is this here? Yeah. So, best animation winner Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Train Arc, Mugen Train Arc, sorry. Best animation um, winner. Uh, I mean, I would have given it to. Either Dragon Maid, even Mushoku Tensei. Cancel time. Cancel him. No. Yeah, okay. I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking about a visual aspect of it, Shaw. I wasn't calling it best um, fantasy. You're, you're, really, you're like, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Am I allowed to drop another hot take? Am I allowed? Am I allowed to uh, it? Chat, uh, weigh in if you want to unleash it, Shaw. I know we got a, a little delay. Um, is it hot take time? Uh, I think you're on probation. Mm. No, I'm kidding. Go for okay. it. I was like, I need someone. Uh, okay. I think so. First off, I think they essentially just like made the Mugen train movie into a TV series. So yes. It's, so it's fair to say they just kind of copy pasted it and cut it up into seven episodes. Yes. And added in like an extra episode or two to kind of finesse the transition from the previous arc into the next arc. Okay. I'm going to say, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't give a shit. May Dragon S's animation is better than the Mugen Train movie animation. I don't care. I don't think that was up for debate. That's yeah, so it's not that much of a hot take, <laughs> but it felt like one. Um, I mean, I feel like it's a hot take for, you know, Demon Slayer actually winning this and maybe the majority thinking that. I don't know. Like, I just don't like when they cut up, like, a whole movie and literally that just... I guess, like, if we were the Japanese audience, they got the movie a year ago. 
Yeah. And so like now it's sort of like a refresh in the TV series since it's a year later that this aired. But for us that just got the movie, it's like literally right in the fall. It's, you know, kind of cut up again and kind of being reserved. But either way, I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I still wouldn't have voted for it because um, Dragon Maid really just had really good animation, really good peaks. I think this is also another case where we're conflating like 3D modeling and composition into animation. Like maybe I think it does have above like good to above average animation, but like I'm talking about Demon Slayer, but like a lot of it is like I got to go back and double check because it's kind of like the Ufoto Ufotable, Ufotable. Oh, argument. no, you're you're right, especially in the scene in the movie. Again, I didn't watch the TV animated version, but I don't think it's that different. When they're on the train, uh, mm-hmm. well, they're on the train the whole time, but like towards <laughs> the end, they're fighting one of the monsters. Like, it's like, like that's a giant like goop or yeah. like slime or whatever it is. And it's just all 3D. Yeah. And that's like a that's like also like or CGI. impressive, but it's like one of those things where it's like if we break down what like the actual animation is, I don't know how it would hold up. I got to refresh. Maybe I'll watch the TV series for it. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. But I think like if you just look at like animation, I think May Dragon has it or Mucho Contente. That's another good pick. Well, OK, the CGI for it specifically looked a little jarring looked a little like not completely but it didn't look like it you could definitely point it out that uh, you know they tried to make it fit into the world but it's also like oh no it's very clearly cgi so yeah but there's been worse examples but i, I don't know about the tv series but may dragon was all like seamless yeah so. yeah i don't know i'm used to this disappointment but it is just kind of like another eye roll situation because it just feels like you know what it is it just feels like it's the easy pick yeah. You know, it just feels like the given. Okay, Demon Slayer, Ufotable, great animation, boom, done. Like, um, if we did a poll for everyone who voted for Demon Slayer, I would want to ask them, how many of the other picks have you seen? Yeah, we got to, we got to, like, bring in Sakuga fans and just sit down with them and ask them, like, yeah. honestly, you know, would you pick this or would you pick this and why? And then they We should do us. that. If anyone's interested in us doing, like, a full-fledged animation one, we should reach out to, like, Sakuga Borough authors and be like, what is your pick for best animation and why? Yeah, like we want to we want a fair, you know, kind of uh, mm-hmm. uh, kind of an assessment of it rather than us just being like, oh, it shouldn't be Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah. So we're down for that. Um, yeah. And then finally, anime of the year, which is Attack on Titan final season part one. Saw this coming a mile away. Because um, attack. The only beef I have with this is Attack that on Titan it didn't end. It didn't no, like it it, well, this, this ended is halfway. Well, my beef is the other part of this season, the split core, is airing now. So, like, it's going to get more votes because it is also currently. Oh, that's a good point. The hype. Yeah. Um, that's the only beef I have. I do genuinely like the content from the series. I think it's pretty, I think it's worth praising with anime of the year. But I have yeah. t- beef with, like, the time in which it overlaps with voting. That's my beef. Yeah, I mean. I'm definitely fine with it winning, um, but I think you bring up a very, very valid point. But either way, it would have been that or Odd Taxi, and you know I picked Odd Taxi. But yeah. if not, it would have been Final Season for me because Final Season was really, really good actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Even with Agreed. the uh, studio change, you know they managed to put put together something good. Yeah, it is impressive that they did it on such a short turnaround time. And we know how they did it, and we're not endorsing it. Yeah, exactly. We see you. We see you, you, Mappa. All right, and that's kind of it. Um, So how would we rank this then uh, after we saw everything? I I definitely think 
it's not as good as last year's. Yeah, I think last year is my favorite. I think, okay, I'm going to do, I'm opening up a notes app. I'm opening up notes. I'm writing. Do you want to just, you want to share your screen or you want me to? No, no, we could just say them out loud. Okay. This is just so cool. I can process things. Okay. Uh, 2020, 20s. So I think last year, which I think is 2020. 2020 mm -hmm. and 2017, definitely the best two years of awards. Last year was 2021. Yeah, but it's, was it? But for was, the 2020 anime. Okay, it so was, that's what they called it, 2021. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me go back and look at the page you're on, because I'm like, it, you mix it up with that. So 2021 and then the 2018, which ca covered 2017 anime. I think those were the two best years. Yeah. Actually, um, was it? Hold on. 2017, I'm just gonna make sure here since I, I have it. Uh, 2018, 2018 was for the 2017 anime. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, but the one, was that the one you really liked? Uh, yeah. Talking about. Yeah, it was that one. Uh, yeah, 2021 liked. was the one I really liked. And then 2020 is probably third, maybe? I think so, yeah. 2020, and then 2019? I don't know, I'm checking, I'm checking. It's too much, it's too much pressure. Uh, let me see. Okay. 2019. Yeah, 2019 was good, I think. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. that was the crybaby year. Yeah, that was a crybaby, which is ironic because we were. I was like, I don't like this year of anime that much, but I think they did okay with the awards. Um, Let's see. And I guess this year's winner, and then I guess 2017 for the worst. Okay, I have my list. Do you want me to go or? Uh, Go for it. I'll just go quick. Okay. So I'm going to give last year as the best Crunchyroll Awards so far. So it's 2021. Mm -hmm. um, they had a good a good variety, good picks. I liked it. Um, really, the only fall is something that's not even against Jujutsu Kaisen. It's just the the rules were dumb. So that's Crunchyroll's fault, not Jujutsu Kaisen's fault. Yeah. Um, then I'm giving it to 2018 with the Maiden Abyss win. Um had a good a lot of good categories. They added stuff just to obviously give <laughs> Land of the Lustrous an award, so I respect it. They had yeah. some good picks, even though it was the My Hero Academia Awards. Then I'm gonna give it to 2020. 2020, I think. Yeah. Where yeah, this had Kaguya as best couple. Yeah. Uh, Kaguya and Shirogane. Tanjiro uh, as best boy. Isabella as best antagonist. Best comedy. Kaguya. Best fantasy. Best. Director, best, best animation, animation, Mob Psycho 100. Best animation, Mob Psycho. You got to give it for that. Best opening. Best drama, Van Lone Saga. So those were good. That's a lot of good ones. Um, They give the Industry Icon Award to Wit, which is bad, but like whatever. Um, yeah. And then. That's just one, one uh, thing out of everything else. One slight. And then 2019, I think was still good. The, that was, Devil Man Crybaby is actually kind of a cool pick. Um. As we determined, they apparently still managed to give the best movie a win because they avoided the ones me and Onimaru didn't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We Something that uh, can't offend us, we're good yeah. with. Yeah, I am giving this one the edge. I don't know. This one's kind of tied with this year's, I think. Hmm. I should write this down. 2019 kind of is on this level where, like... Let's see. Notes. Yeah, okay, I'm changing my mind. I'm putting this year's above 2019. Whoa. I'm changing my mind. 2022 and then 2019, because this one's kind of bad. This one is good, but also bad. You thought 2019 was bad? 
Well, kind of. Some of the stuff is bad. I just get so salty at seeing the Darling in the Franks opening. I don't know what it is. Every time I see that, I'm just like, I hate that so much. <laughs> it just bothers me so much for no reason. I mean, there's nothing really like that stand out this year. So, wait, what am I more pissed off at? Darling in the Franks opening or um, Kimetsu no Yaiba ending? That's the, that'll be the Ooh, determining factor. Gotcha. I think I'm still giving it to 2022 over it just because I liked more anime in 2021. All right. So we have what? Six years in total? Six yeah. Years. That's actually a lot to rank. All right. I think I already have my ranking. Okay. What's yours? So bottom is 2017. Yeah, I definitely think agreed. they've improved since there. Uh, mm -hmm. Didn't have too many issues with the awards. Just I think they've just improved categories wise and whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, above that is 2019. Mm -hmm. um, right like uh so the fourth one down rank rank fourth is 2022 mm -hmm. because i think 2020 is above it 2021 is above that at second and i still prefer the anime in 2018 but i do it was close to 2021 because i did feel like even though i wasn't happy with some of the picks last year such as the jujutsu kaisen win and stuff like that it did feel like a good like celebration of anime like it felt like mm -hmm. no one could really be mad like it was pretty good like it was a good kind of representation of the stuff we liked that year that's cool because we have essentially the same ranking we just switch our top one and two so yeah i'm just i'm just more biased towards 2018 so that does make sense as a my year academia fan uh no it's actually really more for made in abyss yeah girls last tour and land of the lustrous and your name oh it is the your name that makes sense yeah but I'm it, it is boat. It is really because of Made in Abyss, mm -hmm. Girls Last Tour, and Land. Because I watched all three of those at the same time. So yeah. it was really good. I, I do think Made in Abyss is still the best anime of the year winner. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, yeah. uh, and you know, My Hero Academia was at its peak anime wise. So it's good. Yeah. Year. Yeah. It is tough between last year and 2018. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a close pick. Um, but I think like, Anime of the year, just like that category just carries a lot of weight because that's like, that's the one you're waiting for. So if you're like a little salty about that one, it's like, how can you be fully happy? You know? Yeah. So, that's yeah. more than valid. Cause I think that's the only real beef I have with 2021 is the anime of the year winner. All the other ones seem like pretty cool picks. Yeah. Whereas 2018, I might have a few more disagreements with the other picks, but anime of the year is so clear as like a good pick. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's all we good, got, though. Yeah. Good analysis. <laughs> yeah, we we uh we broke it down. We've determined uh the Crunchyroll. You know, it's it's only been improving. I think uh, they're getting better with it. Uh, it is a little sad that they don't have like an award show. I don't know. Maybe they will have an award show again next year. Maybe it was just uh just this year. Uh, yeah, they didn't really say much about it. Yeah. So we'll see where that's at next year. Uh, definitely, if they want to hire us to kind of yeah. just you know host the awards, kind of put something together. Very low effort. You know, we can do that. We're we can totally do the cringe. Game. We're good. At, we're just weebs. We can do cringe. We can totally do that. Uh, yeah. I mean, our fans seem to love it. We're just going to keep doing it. So, yeah. Uh, but besides that, uh, you know, drop us a comment. Uh, let us know if you like the episode. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. We're almost we're almost there. We're almost close to a thousand, you know, almost yeah. close to those cringy Patreon requests that we're going to have to force we ourselves have to do. Yo, if you guys have some cringy Patreon requests, we are there. We're ready for it. We're, and, we're um, ready. Uh, anyways, guys, that's about it. We will catch you next time. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you don't agree with us or what we think, let us know in the comments. But at the end of the day, you can't really blame us because what do we know? We're just weeps.